0: We continue with uh, the 9th and 10th Mishnah in uh, the 3rd parak of uh, Mesach HaSoka. Says the uh, Mishnah Tess, how did they wave or where did they wave the lulavim? What are we talking about? We're talking about during the recitation of halal, when do the na'anuim, the, the times that we wave the, uh, the lulav, when does that happen? Behodu sham t'chila v'sof. And the Hodu L'Hashem that we have at the beginning of Havel, as well as the end, the second to last paragraph. Uva Hashem O'Shi'ana. Divre Beishele. Beishelel. Beishelel says that when we say Ana Hashem O'Shi'ana. Beishelel disagrees and says not just by Ana Hashem but also by the last two of Ana Hashem O'Shi'ana. I'm Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, so li'al of Rabbi That uh, I watched... Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua, during the halal, that uh, everybody in the Kehillah, everybody in the congregation was doing the na'anuim, was waving the lulavim throughout all of the anah Hashems, including the hatzliich anah, ve ni ela the anah Hashem O'Shiyona. And these two gedolim, these two... Uh, uh, leading rabbis only waved the lulavim by Ashem moshi'anah which is armen hug as well mishbahabadav lo hayav of and then the Mishnah concludes with an interesting idea if somebody is on uh, a journey and doesn't have in his hands a lulav in order to shake likashianah Lekeshi so Kanes Levesa when he returns home to his house, yitol al He can you know do the Shake the Lulav at home. Shachris. And if he didn't have it with him by Shachris, Ben he can do it in the afternoon. Shekola Yom Kasher Lalulav. That the entire day is acceptable and appropriate for the shaking. Of the lulav. That's an important thing to know. Many people think because we shake during the tefillah of which is certainly preferable preferable to do, and we shouldn't be encouraged to do so, that if one didn't have a lulav at that point in time, one certainly should fulfill the naanuim obligations, the obligation of shaking the lulav uh, even at home. That would certainly be something that that not only needs to be encouraged, but needs to be mandated. Um, And the, the prescribed way of shaking is discussed here also in the Gemara and the Rambam, uh, says that it goes forward to the right, uh, to the back, to the left, up, and then down. Uh, and then uh, I believe the Rambam adds on that, uh, that when it's shaken, shook, that, uh, that you shake in front and then you bring it back to you. Then you shake to the right and then you bring it back to you, etc. It's not that you just go clockwise and then up and down, but rather it's... The direction that you're shaking, and then back to yourself. So that's certainly one way that people shake lulavim. Continuing on in the, uh, the, the tenth mission of the third parak, Nisha Hayo Evedo Isho Katam Makrinoso. If a person is in an unfortunate situation where they themselves are unable to read halal, they're unable to read the song that we sing on Sukkis and other times in order to give praise to Hashem. Ona Acharei and Masha Omrim. You can sit with a servant, uh, a woman, a katana, a minor, and they can say hala word for word, and you have to repeat exactly word for word after what they say, meaning that they'll be a uh, uh, sort of like a line feeder that uh, they'll give you word for word what you're supposed to say, as when we teach our children brachos, when we teach our children blessings. So oftentimes we have to give them exactly what to say. So we're saying here somebody who's not literate is in this uh, unfortunate situation. The Mishnah indeed concludes that this is an unfortunate situation. And this person, it's as though a curse has befallen upon him. Um, I guess there are numerous interpretations. It's not that it's a terrible thing. For a Evid or the Isha or the katan, to recite Hallel, they're just not obligated in halal. So I think the, the concept of it's a curse is that one wants to be able to praise Hashem uh, as best they can on their own and to have to rely upon a lesser way to do it. Uh, and that would be any other way uh, That uh, that somebody has to feed you the lines Because you can't read it So that would be extremely unfortunate so, But what, let's say you go to shul And there's a uh, man Above the age of 13 who's obligated In mitzvos and he's sitting there saying Hallel so what can you do in that situation So for that person When the person says halal from the Amod He says Hallel as the Shliach Tzibor Literally the messenger of the community So at that point in time you're the member of the community and unfortunately you don't have the ability to recite halal for whatever reason so your role in that particular circumstance is to recite hallelujah is to say at the very end of each paragraph that uh, praise be to hashem and that would be as though you recited all of the halal uh, on your own